Good morning, good morning, Rabotai. Breakfast is sponsored by Richard Sarur in honor of the Kahal, wishing the entire Kahal Aslaha. Breakfast is also sponsored by Desiree and Elad Duror in celebration of the birth of their daughter Mika Rachel Duror, Michaela Rachel Badlina. Inshallah. Um, breakfast is dedicated for the Rufuash of the Mahav Yosef, Yitzhak Ben Sarah, sponsored anonymously, and as well, the, the cold brew is donated to Nishmat, Mordechai Ben Rivkala Shalom, sponsored anonymously. Okay, Rabotai, <clears throat> I want to share with you uh, one conversation that happens in the Torah, and we learn from it uh, actually something which is relevant in a much wider context than the local context in which it's communicated. In fact, most often that is what a person is supposed to be doing with the Torah, which is understanding what is this message which is about Avraham, Yitzhak, Sarah, Rivka, Yosef, Yehoshua, whoever it might be, what does it mean, what is it teaching me right now, here? What is it, what's it communicating to us? That's true, but the lesson itself is also supposed to be communicated in a, in a wider context, something which is relevant to you. That's the idea. And that's the process of how a person is supposed to learn Torah. Exactly, exactly. Okay, so I want to take a look at, at, at one passage in the Torah, and I want to look, learn something together with you. Also, Lot, Vigam Lot, Haolechet Avraham, who's going with Avraham, there he had cattle and he had sheep and he had tents. What are you communicating when you say vegam lelot? What do you mean vegam lelot? What, what else? Who's besides for the gam? That means Avraham is a foregone conclusion. We've discussed that already. Vegam lelot and also lot, haolechem Avraham. Why is he blessed lot? Lot is blessed because Avraham is blessed. For all intents and purposes, Avraham should not have had any money. Why? Remember, the economy that they had at the time is not like our economy. You can't make money in their times without having uh, interaction with people. You needed, in order to be able to be a wealthy person, what did you need? You need to be able to barter with other people. That's how people grew their businesses. You couldn't invest in the stock market. You know, they weren't buying buildings on Fifth Avenue, you know, subleasing the buildings. So how did people make money? They made money by interacting with people. And Avraham was someone who had set himself apart from all the people. He had, he had a different religion to everybody. So Avraham's blessing, that the blessing that Avraham has is poignant because of the fact that for all intents and purposes, he shouldn't be able to make any money. And not only does he have Beracha, but Lot also, because he's with him, winds up also getting blessed with the blessing of Avraham. He gets, you know, they say there's something called a contact high, right? If you smell today, you walk around Manhattan, half the time you walk past some guy on the street, what do you smell in the aftermath as the guy passes you? You smell the marijuana, you smell the weed. It's so, so pungent, it's so strong, Shema Israel. Now, thank God you just walked right past the guy. Because if you sat right next to him, and the guy was smoking, you would, you'd have secondhand high from the guy's, you know. So there's secondhand high, there's secondhand uh, smoke, which is all both terrible, but there's also secondhand beracha. If you hang around with someone who's blessed, what happens? You get the beracha. Oy le rasha, oy le woe is to a, a wicked man, and woe is to the person 
who's, who keeps company with him, and also uh, praiseworthy is a person who sits with his sadiq because he gets blessed because he's in the mehitza of the sadiq. So Lot is blessed also because of Abraham. They have too many animals. Lunasa Otama'aretz, the land is not able to withstand such an abundance of cattle. Uh, there's not enough grazing land. And there was a fight that broke out between the shepherds of Lot and the shepherds of Abraham. What's the fight about? The shepherds of Lot say, uh, our animals are allowed to graze wherever we want. Why? Because Hashem promised the land of Israel was going to go to you. The, the shepherds of Abraham say, you're stealing. What are you talking about? We muzzle our animals whenever we go out until we get them to the desert to an area that's not inhabited by people. It's not owned by people. And we let them graze over there on free grazing lands. But we muzzle up our animals. Why? Because as the Pasuk says, Your claim is that this is going to belong to the land, the people of Israel. But right now, who's as Yoshev Ba'aretz? Who's living in the land then? The Canaanites, the Prezites, it's not, it's, not, it's not yours yet. So since it's not yours yet, of course it's a problem uh, to be able to eat something that doesn't belong to you. So the, the shepherds of Abraham and the shepherds of Lot are fighting. Listen to the comment that comes out of Avram's mouth. Vayomer Avram Elot. Avram says to Lot, Al beni Let there not be a fight between me and you. Uben ro'ai uben ro'echa. Between my shepherds and your shepherds. Ki anashim achim anachnu. For we are men who are brothers. And brothers shouldn't fight. This is Avram saying it. Now listen, it's such an important message. We're learning from this chapter, this little group of three, four pesukim, some incredibly important lessons in conflict resolution. How to work out a machloket. Number one, Avraham has the prescience to realize that even though who's fighting right now? Only the shepherds. Mm -hmm. But Avraham says, if my people are fighting and your people are fighting right now, tomorrow who's going to be fighting? You and me. You have a young couple that gets married. If the in-laws are fighting with the in-laws, there's not a snowball's chance in hell, like they say, that that is not going to bleed into the marriage. Impossible. You know why? Because for the girl, this is my people. For the guy also, this is my people. There's nothing, I can't not side with my father, with my mother. So what happens is the fight of the people becomes the fight of the couple. So Avram says, there shouldn't be a fight between me and you. Lesson number two. So lesson number one is, if there's a fight between the people, there's going to be a fight between the individuals. Lesson number two. Who comes first here? Beni. Avram says, between me and you. Avram says, whose responsibility is this fight? Let there not be a fight between me and you. He takes full responsibility for the fight. It shouldn't be a fight between me and you. Uben. And now, in, in actual fact, if you take a look, who is the fight between Avram's shepherds and Lot's shepherds, right? But who's causing this fight? Avram's shepherds are muzzling their animals. They're not, not doing anything. The problem is whose animals? Lot's animals. So the, 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 the fault lies with the, And what does Avram say? Between me and you. And between my shepherds and your shepherd. So Avram takes complete responsibility for this. 
He says, look, I don't want there to be a fight. I know, you know, we're fighting with you, Yani, almost, as opposed to stating it the other way around. So number two is to take responsibility uh, for the fight, to understand that when you come in and you want to solve the fight, don't say, look, you screwed me over. Why don't you apologize and we'll move on? Not going to happen. Not going to happen. How about if you say, you know, uh, you know I'm, I'm sorry that we are fighting. I don't want to fight. Much better, right? How about if we say, I'm sorry I said things that will have, will have upset you. I don't want to fight. There, you're taking away Avram. What he recognizes is that really in conflict negotiation, all the negotiations really should be taken off the table before you walk into the room. All the reasons why someone would not agree to negotiate, to make shalom, should be just, they should just be pulled, yanked from, from the possibility beforehand so that there's nothing to argue about. Abraham then says an amazing line, lesson number three. If a person feels inferior or smaller or less than you, always they're going to fight because, like I always say, in every fight there's two things. There's what we're fighting about and what we're really fighting about. Always, in every fight. Two things, what we're fighting about and what we're really fighting about. What are we fighting about? We're fighting about inheritance. What are we really fighting about? Maybe who, no. Who, who, who was loved more. Okay? Yeah, like, what, what do you mean? We're all split. I was the one that took care. I took care of them the whole time. You, where everybody gets the same here? They don't, shouldn't, that person doesn't care about, no, it's not greed, it's recognition. And not, not even for the sake of honor, how could I not be mentioned? How could you can't not mention me separately to every or, or the other brothers if I, they moved into my house? I took care of the bills, I paid, now we want to split the inheritance all equally? That makes no sense. Now, even if there's almost no inheritance, even if they're equally splitting nothing, Right? So again, it's not about it's not about it over there. You have another scenario, you have somebody, you know, the person feels like you know they're, they're being taken advantage of, they're fighting. What does Avraham say? Ki anashim achim anachno. Anashim means whatever time the Torah uses the word anashim, it means important people. Avraham says, You and I, Achim, we're we're equally, we're both important people. Shouldn't be fighting, we're both good, important people. He talks up lot. And since Lot, you're such a special person, you also don't want to be fighting. But not that I'm above you or beneath you or you're making me look bad. You see, Avram should have said, if you want to travel with me, I'm a Sadiq. You know, I don't care whether or not you follow the halakha that you're allowed to eat it now. I asked my rabbi, my rabbi said like this, if you want to hang with me, this is what you got to do. Avram doesn't say that. He doesn't make it seem desirous. What, what would most people say? Avram, why is Lot blessed? We started off with because traveling with Avram, Avram could have said what almost everybody would say in this scenario. What you're fighting with me now over this? I made you. I made you. I lent you the money for your first. You bring that. You put that chip on the table. Avram, no, complete equals. Okay, so if that's the case now, if that's lesson number, I think it was three, right? We come to lesson number four. Lesson number four, Avraham says. I want you to separate, separate yourself, please, from me. If you go left, I'll go right. If, I go, if you go uh, right, I'll go left. Okay? Lesson number four. 
in conflict resolution. What are you hoping to get out of this resolution? You see, because Avram could have said, you take the cattle, I want the buildings. You take the buildings, I want the... You know who says that in the parasha? The king of Sodom. He says, give me the people, that the Rechush Take the Rechush. The king of Sodom knows, before he negotiates with Abraham, what does he want to get here? Sometimes you have parents who are fighting with their children, or children fighting with their parents, or spouses, or co-workers. doesn't make a difference. But they're fighting, and really what they want to get out of this whole fight is A. But meanwhile, they don't make it clear that what they want is A. So they wind up getting caught up on things that actually the other person, he was maybe even happy to do. I remember once that was, there was a problem with a certain kashrut. And the kashrut says, we're not gonna, we're not gonna, what's it called? We're not willing to extend the kashrut to this store. The, this guy went crazy. He's telling everyone in the community, you know, I have my, my, who my grandfather was. My grandfather was this one. My grandfather was that one. All of the, all of the, what's it called, the ingredients in my store are badats, they're the most kosher ingredients, you know, da 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 Meanwhile, you know who they gave Ashkakha to? They gave Ashkakha to the other guy, same product, same goods, same everything, he has Ashkakha, I don't. Why are they discriminating against me, you know why? Because he's a black hat guy, and I'm a white hat guy. Why did they give him Ashkakha? Dib. Because he was open on Shabbat. Nothing to do with white hat, black hat. So here's the guy, he's sitting there, he wants, he, he's trying to get, and every time he keeps talking about his father, his grandfather, and he'll change the ingredients, I'll do whatever you want, I'll change the ingredients. This Kashrut said to him, it's nothing to do with the ingredients. Tomorrow morning, if you close the store on Shabbat, you have Ashkakha. You don't want to close the store on Shabbat, don't make it out like this is some sort of political game. It's got nothing to do with politics. Know what you, what you want to put forward. Abraham says, we are brothers. Brothers cannot fight. If the cost of not fighting is splitting up, if we need to split up in order to not fight, that's what family needs to do. Rachok matok. You're my brother. I can't fight with you. I can't fight with you. That's lesson number four. Lesson number five, Rabotai, is once Abraham knows that what he wants out of this is to split, everything else becomes easy. Because Abraham says, I don't care if I go right or if I go left. You do whatever you want. You take right, I'll go left. You go left, I'll go right. If you ever try and put a settlement on a table or you put terms on a table to work something out with people, immediately the person thinks you took the better one. Right? As an example, if I come to someone with a pizza, sl- pizza pie and I say, okay, I, want, I have half the slices, I want half, I want this half. What's the guy looking? Oh, does your, your house has more cheese. So it has, has, a bigger, has the bigger crust, right? If it has less cheese, you're like, oh, it has more sauce, right? Immediately, what is the guy thinking? He's screwing me out of something. I don't know what. Maybe there's gold on the, his side of the pizza bite. And he's like, no, that's the side I want. To ask for something, the guy wants the opposite thing. What does Abraham say? You choose whatever you want. Once you've decided what's important to you to get out of this, don't sweat the small stuff. You don't sweat the stuff you don't even care about. Make it easy for the person to say yes, to be able to resolve the conflict. All of these things we learn from, what's it called? From Abraham's conversation with Lot. And indeed, what happens? Lot picks up and decides to move on. 
But there's one last lesson in conflict resolution. One last lesson when people take space from each other. One last lesson when we say rachok matok, that sometimes family needs space. And you have people like that. The only time they're ever fighting with their families, I mean, it's the most common thing in the whole world. The most family fights happen over Thanksgiving weekend. Why? Because that family comes together. We said, what a beautiful time. What a beautiful time to punch someone in the face. That's what happens. Christmas, they say, and Thanksgiving, when the families come together, that's when they have fights. Meanwhile, the whole year, they're getting along dandy. Why? Because how that lives in Long Branch, other guy lives in the city. Perfect. That's what you have to do. So even though that's true, that you've worked that in, amazing, the last lesson is, just because someone needs space, just because you get along better with a little space between you, doesn't mean that when the person does come knocking, you don't throw everything away in order to help them. Abraham goes to war against a set of kings, the set of four kings that was more powerful than the set of five kings. So Abraham goes to, a, a, to fight a war against the most... What is he doing? Like you say, we say in Hebrew, Ma lanu hazot. What do I need this for? Okay? The answer is, Achim anachnu. Whatever water, whatever we did, water's under the bridge. It's a water under the bridge. If you're my brother, no matter what, no matter how, any way I need to be able to help, I'm going to do it 100%. I'll be there for you. There's no such thing as not being there for family. That is the last lesson of, uh, of this little chapter between Abraham and Lord. Baruch Amen. Amen.